Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the podcast. I read it online somewhere. Your science questions answered. Hi everyone. Welcome to the first episode of I read it online somewhere. Uh, we recorded a little trailer uh, that some of you might have listened to already, which was good. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Andrew. Hi. And Amy. Hello. Socially distanced, of course. Yes. Yes. And we're actually with each other. For, for a change, because yeah. you're usually up in the middle of nowhere. Up in the middle of nowhere. So now, we nice. have to open this episode with our first retraction. Uh, Andrew, I'm going to pass over to you. Uh, yeah, so uh, thank you, good people of podcast land, um, for picking me up on uh, the fact I <laughs> repeatedly called a male duck a mallard uh, when I should have been calling it a drake, um, because it turns out, which is something I learned, uh, a mallard is like a type of duck found in the UK, whereas Drake is like the name for a male duck. So that's quite exciting. Can you name any other types of ducks? <laughs> uh, no. Wait, no. A white one? Toilet? <laughs> the only one I've got. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a popular one. Um, and on, on the whole duck theme, I've had quite a lot of feedback on... People quite keen for us to get an incubator to test out to see if we can actually hatch a duck. It would be a good or experiment. a chick. It would. I, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna order one. I think they're only like thirty quid off Amazon. I'm gonna I, order one. I genuinely can't wait for the text message. Where's Amy? Why is she not here for the podcast recording? Oh, she's just down at the pond <laughs> walking the ducks. <laughs> I am desperate for that. And then I could like live blog the the ducks, and I think if we hatch a duck, I think we need to make an agreement now that we change the logo to a duck. Yeah, I I would think that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I would would accept that. Okay, right, okay, I'm going to order that. Right, uh, we're going to start this week's podcast with uh, what we're going to do every week is what I read online this week. So this is the headline that I read. Um, Are you ready? Yeah, we're ready. Okay, so fattening up pigeons by feeding them bread in the park could make them more aggressive because heavier birds are the most dominant. Study finds. Okay, this is quite awkward because that was my story. <laughs> hey, we should get married. <laughs> Spoiler, it's those two. <laughs> um, okay, well, we could just combine ours then. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, I've got, I've got, I can find, I've got another one, so we're good. But let's, let's discuss that. Um, so, so the bigger the pigeon is and angrier it gets, is that correct? Well, I, I don't know if it was... It says it's the most dominant, so I think, like, 
You know, it's like the guys in the gym that are like on steroids and huge and they just are like naturally more aggressive. Does the bread have that kind of effect? Uh, Surely they're just going around a bit bloated. Well, yeah, maybe. May- and maybe because they get threatened by like, what what's the thing of pigeons? A flock? A human. <laughs> no, maybe they get like threatened by like the smaller pigeons to like show dominance, so... Oh, that actually sounds like it is a real thing. Look at me, like being really sciencey. Outscienced you. Um, no, so it says here that the it makes them more aggressive because heavier birds are the most dominant. Oh, okay. So it's more about showing your size versus um, sorry, more more about showing your size to elicit the dominance in the hierarchy of birds because uh, birds have a, a I think it's a. No, it's a hierarchy, sorry. Um, so, like a pecking order, you see that in chickens. Pun intended. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, though, the like co- the bullet points underneath are a bit weird. So it says here that the study was for 17 birds, 8 males, 9 females. And when adding weight to some of the pigeons, it became more aggressive. So I was thinking, what, what do you mean by weight? And it says when the weights are removed from the pigeons, they step back. I'm not being funny. They've got like weights tied to their legs. What sort of bird gym is this? Yeah. Well, I think I'd be aggressive if I was told to go and fly around with like 15 kilograms or something trapped to me. So yeah, gyms are supposed to be short. Uh, shut, guys. <laughs> yeah, what, what are the pigeons doing? They're doing the gains. Yeah. I think good one cat. good thing to point out from this is you mentioned how many pigeons there were. So eight and nine. Um, so that's not really a big study to do. Small sample size. Yeah, it's a very small sample size. So while they've maybe made some sort of scientific conclusion, I would want this done on at least 100 pigeons in the gym before <laughs> before I can uh, agree that the bigger they are, or the feeding them bread makes them more aggressive. Before yes, they evolve to pigeons. This is, this is right. Statistics are super important when it comes to sample sizes. Yeah. Do you know what's funny though? There'll be like a Karen that's in like a pub. Well, she won't be in a pub at the moment, especially she's up in Aberdeen. She's out, <laughs> subjects. Out, <laughs> she, out complaining without her face mask. If there's like a Karen telling her friend, do you know, I read this story that like if you feed birds, they get more aggressive and they'll attack you. Because that's all she's reading is this headline where it's actually, no, it's nothing to do with food. It's they've attached weights. I think that's what's making them aggressive. I don't think it's anything to do with the food. I mean, I probably would agree with you, except I remember one time at university and I was walking through the middle of the quad and a seagull came out, swooped out and over and took my sandwich. I think I came home and told you two about it. <laughs> That's Aberdeen, though. The seagulls are actually <laughs> on steroids. Like, <laughs> they are big, big seagulls. Though. They are a different breed up in Aberdeen. So what are, we, what are we saying? Are we saying we don't think this is accurate enough to confirm? I... Sorry, uh, it, I, I don't think it is, but mostly based on Ross's point of it's a very small sample size. So it's, it's hard to make a generalised sweeping statement like that. Oh, I've got a really quick bird question, actually. Just what I'm thinking. I was told when I was younger that if you feed birds raw rice, they die because their stomach explodes, or if you give them bicarbonate of soda. Is that true? Mm. Well, bicarbonate of soda would be the opposite because uh, if their stomachs are acidic. Yeah, so it would react it with the gas. So, so that's more likely to do it than the rice. Yeah, the rice maybe just because it's dried. If it gets wet, 
it'll expand it'll a bit. Expand, yeah. And then they'll get Just really aggressive because they'll be loads. I would say that would cause more of a rupture than a, an explosion. But yeah, I'm not an expert on pigeon explosions. Right, mm-hmm. We are really making this podcast about birds, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> right, we're really well, pushing this agenda. So we're, we're saying this one's, um, yeah, we're a bit we're skept- we're skeptical, we're not, not sure. We need like a room 101 where we put it. Yeah. But I don't know what we're going to call it. We need to work on that. The bad side. The mallard. The mallard. <laughs> <laughs> mallard mistake. Right, okay. Let's go on to our second um, thing we read online. So that's Andrew. Okay, so um, now when we were talking the other day about how and there's lots of things that you would do over uh, lockdown and, you know, things like big breads and cool beards and fitness podcasts and obviously our delightful podcast, which you should uh, like, share and subscribe. Um, the other thing that, you know, if you could do, now I'm going to stand up for the over 30s category within this, is uh, join TikTok. That's right, people. TikTok is where it's at. 100% on it. I'm a true Vine kid. I remember those times. Now, uh, one thing that came up was that Green Needle and Brainstorm. I don't know if you guys have heard this one. So it's about what you hear uh, when you look at words um, and how your brain like um, picks out a specific word. So I'm going to try and play the sound um, and I'll link, we'll put the link in the bio as to who we've pulled off of um, because it's quite cool. So I just want to know what you guys hear. So, so what are the two words we should expect to hear? So you've got Green Needle. Yeah, or you've got brainstorm. Okay. Okay. Okay, so what did you guys hear, or would you like me to do it again? I, I got like it wasn't a noise too at the loud. start, and then the second one I got brainstorm, and then there was just a noise at the end. I got green needle first. And which one? Which word were you looking at? I was thinking of brainstorm. I wasn't necessarily looking at it. I don't know. I was just looking at Okay, so we'll we'll try it again. So I got green needle Uh, that time. Okay, I looked at brainstorm and I got brainstorm. Okay, yeah, so so did I. So I switched between green needle and then brainstorm. So this is one of these things where um, you are... um, well, Well, what do you think that causes it? This is like the that dress, isn't it? Back in the this is oh yeah. The, Do you know what? It's it, very similar to the dress. I, the, it's similar to the dress, but not the same as is it Yanni? Remember uh, the Yanni Laurel. Laurel. Yeah, Yanni. Laurel. They're yeah. they're two. They're different than this one. Uh, I, but it's closer to the dress. The only thing I can think is the um, color is green and green needle. No. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to just absolutely <laughs> slap you down there. No, you're wrong. Sorry, Ross. Did you want to? Um, no, I was thinking. Yeah, I know for the the dress, it's about how your brain perceives where the light is. Yeah, and that's what changes the color of the dress. Where if your brain thinks the light's behind the person that's taking the photo, it makes it. So I think it's blue and black, and if you think it's the other side, it appears sort of white and gold. Mm. But so is that a similar thing here? It's just your brain. Yeah. So making a decision. So this is yeah. This is where your brain is making a decision. Um, before you realize that it's making a decision so it's a process called priming um, where you the words actually appear just before the sound does so then you're picking a word and then you're listening for that word to be said and then when you switch the other one you hear that version of it um but yeah priming is like one of these really cool things it's one of those things um 
sometimes you see magicians do on TV where they're where they're priming you up for like a, a, a trick that happens later and um, they've already mentioned something before that has primed you for that so it's quite it's quite a cool phenomenon though but you can do it with lots of different things there's um, a whole load of different um, sort of videos online that you can test your family with but it's uh, the combination of the sound uh, so your your audio uh, cortex your optical cortex and your brain sort of smooshing the two together and and coming up with that your, your brain does some pretty weird stuff uh, yeah. I, I know more about sight I'm a physics teacher so I know more of the sort of sight stuff but uh, yeah I know you're yeah. you don't see a lot of what you think you see no yeah yeah it's what, cool. what I want to know is for people that don't know what that is and if they're to close their eyes and listen to it what word is actually being said like yeah if, if you hadn't been primed if you hadn't it, exactly if, if you been hadn't primed, been primed what word is it yeah well, that's interesting. We need because to we're not going to be able to do it now because we're just going to think yeah. about one of the you, words. It's one of those other two words that you're like, oh, no, that's what it is. But yeah. Oh, that was interesting. I didn't that's actually know that that was the reason behind it. That was actually proper science and not just about birds eating cards. Okay, well, I'm going to take it back the other way. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm Ross and this is my story for the week. Uh, microwaving tea does ruin your cup, cuppa. But a special silver-lined cup may allow it to be heated properly. Study finds. Uh, this is from the Mail Online. <laughs> so, so we're looking forward. To, microwaving tea does ruin your cup of tea. Um, so Americans, as I've seen loads of videos of people uh, microwaving their tea on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. um, but supposedly a special silver-lined cup uh, will allow it to be heated properly. Well, so that must be quite sciencey then. So if you microwave it in a silver lined cup, it will heat all the way through. But if you're just microwaving it in like a normal china cup, it will just heat the top. Yeah, well. Who's got a silver lined cup? Wait, hold on. I have have a slightly more important question. Who's putting metal into it? Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. He's putting metal into my That was my main question. Why, why is there metal? And so why are they saying that if you put a silver cup... Is it, yeah, is it to do with the silver itself or is it to just do with it as a metal cup? Or it'll make the perfect cup because your microwave's exploded and your kitchen's gone. I don't know. These are experts in China have been doing this. <laughs> now, if it's to do with... like, There is that thing where people have got like metal spoons and stuff. Like, like like fancy spoons, like gold spoons or silver spoons or something, and they change the taste completely because of the... I have heard of that, yeah. The reaction. So it might be to do with that with the reaction of the tannins in the tea. Tannins? Yeah, it's what makes them brown. Oh. Mm. Do you remember, did anyone used to put crisp packets in the microwave and then they go yeah. really small and you make them to key rings? Oh, I didn't do it in the microwave. I did it under the grill. Or, and sometimes I straighten the packet. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> with their straighteners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they go really small. Why is that? Because they're... What what are crisp packets made of? Like aluminium? And plastic, I think. No, are they not metally? It was cool, like when you used to put them in the microwave, they went like really tiny and then you'd hole punch them and then bang, you've got like a monster munch keyring. Kids, you don't know what you're missing, (laughs) right? Genuinely go do it, like it's so much fun. Do not break your microwave. Oh yeah, the the crisp packet thing, not the tea thing. (laughs) Or at least not the metal thing. Yeah, don't put metal in your microwave. Disclosure. Um, so yeah, it's saying if you just use so if you just use a normal cup, it'll be uh, fourteen degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, this must be some sort of American thing. Uh, co- really colder at the top than the, at the bottom, according to this study. Is it just because metal? So I think the metal will just yeah allow it to spread out a bit easier. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean the 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 apart from the fact that you're putting a cup of tea into a microwave or metal into a microwave, spoil a kettle. Yeah, guys, like, just buy. Just I just, buy I feel a kettle. like, but Americans don't own kettles. Yeah, yeah, no, you can get the stovetop kettle. This, this, was, my, this was mind blowing to me that Americans don't own. Well, well that's true. They don't have electric kettles. Do you know why they don't have electric kettles? Voltage. Yes. Well, is well, it? Well, Amy, tell us. I'm not. I'm not going any further. That's I all I say. Is that why? Because voltage. Yeah, the American voltage is 110 volts. Uh, ours is 230, oh, yeah. oh, uh, which means we can get a higher current, which means we can actually do something useful like heat water. Whereas Americans can't, um, huh. and they need to keep it lower because they keep electrocuting themselves, so it needs to stay at something like 110 volts. Hmm. And um, just a quick hello to our international listeners from America. Um, we love you guys, <laughs> but you're doing some weird stuff right now. Um, so is there a niche in the market to make a kettle that's 110 volts? So no, because you, can get, you can get kettles in America. Yeah, no, no, you can. Yeah. They'll just take twice as long <coughs> to do anything. Yeah, they're just, but they're like... Which is big. why it would make more sense to keep it I, in I will admit, like, friends who I've got in America have said, oh, we just bought a kettle and it's the most amazing thing ever. Get a hot water tap. They're cool. <coughs> My they... parents have got one. They just, it just instantly comes out with boiling hot water. Is that one of those, um, sponsored by? Uh, like a, <laughs> is that a cooker? Oh, I don't know. Well, I, I heard, it was, I heard yeah. a podcast. There was I just know that you press it and yeah. then you've got your cup of tea. There was another podcast out there, folks, by Ashley B. She was talking about it. Oh. Just saying. Our famous, fr- our famous friends, <laughs> Ashley B. 
Cheesy casting. Uh, speaking of, uh, here's a word from our sponsors. Uh, only joking, we don't have any yet. This is our first episode. But if you would like to be our sponsor, please get in touch uh, on Instagram or on Twitter or uh, email. That Ross knows nothing about because he's not <coughs> on any of them. <laughs> I, I do have access to them. I just don't this, check them. Is this why I'm in charge of the socials? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next section um, is one of my favourites because it is the mental questions that we get sent on our social channels for us to talk about or for me to ask the two scientists that I'm sitting with um, so the, the first question we um, got asked this week um, was if you put two gooey aliens in the freezer will they have a baby now who remembers this from the <laughs> 90s those little gooey aliens that you used to buy and there was a rumour that went round that was if you put both their backsides together and put them in the freezer, they would have a baby. Guys, what's the science around this? Is it possible? <laughs> so, um, I sort of remember the little gooey aliens and then I sort of remember the discussion that they could have babies but I always remember having the gooey aliens and then throwing them at the wall and they just stuck. That's about as far as my adventure with... Well, you obviously didn't have two. You just had one. <laughs> I did Because I had two. They were expensive. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Mum and Dad. <laughs> Shout out. Sponsor this week. Here are Mum and Dad's. Um, yeah, I, I think... I'm not sure I put them in the freezer, but I definitely left the two aliens back to back overnight as a 10 or 11 year old to see if I could get a little baby one. This is like the pandas at Edinburgh Zoo. They just don't mate, do they? In fact, the aliens are probably more likely to have a baby than the pandas at <laughs> Edinburgh Zoo. Um, yeah, I mean, even if for some reason that was right, surely putting things, living things in the freezer the, is like, going to drop sorry, your body Sorry, we need to interrupt there. The aliens are not living. <laughs> <laughs> if they were living, putting them in a freezer would... Um, ruin their chances. I'm just thinking if it was well, humans. It's almost what, as if no one's... What I was trying to think is if Could I Could you was... get pregnant in like minus 20 because your body temperature would be down? Yeah. This is and, and now we have next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about it there. No. Because your body temperature wouldn't be down. Yeah. If your body temperature is down, you're dead. Yeah. That's, that's definitely you're not, you're not going to have... Yeah. What was it that was just like a cheeky 32.5? You're dead. Really? Yeah. So wait, because the body temperature is thirty-seven. What until it goes like below a little so bit? So like, like thirty-seven is. I, I'm a thirty-six point five here. Yeah, no, that well, that's okay. That's within normal, but like, uh, like thirty-two. Yeah, you're dead. That's too really? cold. Really? Yeah, because you have an internal body temperature. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So basically, you can try for a baby in the Arctic, and you'll be okay. Yeah, well, you keep warm. Okay. Something. So we were discussing gooey aliens. <laughs> Somehow we got to having sex in the Arctic. Um, so if I was to design something that could do this, I, th I think it would be possible. And actually you would need the freezer to do it. You need to design your sort of gooey alien and you need to have the baby alien inside it. And then if you put it in the freezer, it would then contract. Because if you cool something down, it, would, it gets smaller, it contracts. Um, and then if you made the baby alien out of a different thing that didn't contract as much, then what could happen is the, the bigger mother alien, if you will, uh, could contract uh, and then the, the baby would be too big that it would pop out 
and then you would have your baby alien. So yeah, you would need a freezer if you were going to do this. However, I'm not sure the toys from the 90s were designed for this. Yeah, we all saw the film the Gremlins, so I think sometimes it's best that we don't let things breed. I really, really check my parents' freezer, <laughs> just in case they just open one drawer and there's just a whole family of aliens, just like hi. Where have you been? <laughs> That's where the peas have gone. So, in answer, it would be possible, but I don't think the ones from the nineties did. Okay, so there's a, another niche in the market. We're just finding lots of niches in the market. <laughs> Kettles for America, gooey aliens, um, in the twenty twenties. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. we can try that. Everything's making a comeback. It's, it's all about retro stuff, right? Very retro. Um, and the next question is actually from one of our international listeners. Because we've, we've gone really big. Um, sorry about the comments earlier about America. Yeah, sorry about that. Don't give it away where they're from. They're international. <laughs> Sounds more exotic. Um, so this is from Sarah. She messaged asking, why do ducks or other, some birds have corkscrew penises? Did not know that. Um, well, they do. Uh, I googled it. They they have a picture. They they have corkscrew penises. Um, <laughs> so if I am there, you go. On, That's it. <laughs> if I look on your phone and there's just some weird Google history, you just be like, look, it's research. <laughs> uh, what research? Yeah. Um, um, why do they have it? So uh, different. Uh, well, no, that's the question. So um, we could. Uh, yeah, you could. Um, there are many. Like we we could be very hypothetical and the potential reasons for why they have the corkscrew penis and um, probably in terms of evolution of stuff evolution yeah the ability that um i suppose you know in terms of birds if birds are most likely to mate up on a tree um the way of mating oh this is suddenly turned into a david Attenborough documentary um but uh, the male generally um is on top and um the, the penis has to make it way it's way in um, but I will again, right? I'm going to caveat this with again, birds are not my exper- area of expertise, and neither are uh, bird penises. But would you guys like to hear a really interesting fact about a grey whale's penis? Always. <laughs> right, okay. So, guys, um, I urge you all, if you have not done this, go and Google grey whale's penis. Doing it now. Right? But. Um, I should probably tell you why grey whale's penises are. In fact, no, wait. Google one first, and then just like look at it. Okay, grey whale penis. <laughs> look at it. Yeah. There's other penises that are quite interesting as well. An elephant penis. Uh, that's that's a pretty oh good Google as well. Oh my god! I know, right? Oh, is that one? It's like his head. Okay, so no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, yes, right, Ross, you picked up on it perfectly. So there's this, there's like this whole other thing about stuff called um, like uh, crypto animals. I don't know if you've heard this. So I heard about crypto animals on when I was listening to another podcast, and uh, they mentioned this, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have to tell everybody about this because it's awesome." But crypto animals are like your your krakens, your bigfoots, your Loch Ness monsters, blah blah blah. Um, so way back in ye olden times, uh, grey whales, uh, when they put their penises up in the air, okay. So if you've never seen it, folks, um, grey whales uh, mate in threes. Okay, so Ooh, uh, generally, if there's if it's uh, the two males that are there, what they do is they roll on their back and their penis kind of sticks at the water, and it's sort of like long and pink and looks like the tentacle of sort of a kraken or something. So in ye olden times, when sailors 
on the ships didn't know or pirates let's just call them <laughs> pirates didn't know what those things were and of course there's obviously you know activities going on there's a lot of thrashing and moving about um, they didn't realise that it was great whales penises They'd probably bump into the boat and yeah and they, they thought it was you know the tentacles of a kraken and they so maybe they, thought they were like trying to eat the eat, eat the boat you know well you know if you if you do see the the picture of the penis you can see like it's it kind of looks it looks like a big tentacle yeah. pointy and muscly so it looks like it could grab onto something um, <laughs> but yeah there you are who knew this was the way that the podcast was going <laughs> suddenly you know this week, penises. Yeah. Last so week, ducks. Exactly. Well, I think we'll wrap up then, guys, for this week. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, guys, um, thank you uh, again for those of us who uh, submit questions or asked us some questions through our social medias. Uh, remember, it's always good as well if you hear something that we've said that maybe you want to add to or maybe you just want to correct us. Uh, Mallard to Drake's, for example. Um, then please do get in contact with us uh, at email with I read it online. Uh, sorry, I read it OS at gmail.com. You can do Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter are all at I read it OS, um, and you should be able to find us. So thanks, guys, and uh, we will see you next week. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.